Looks like you're on the best now, Star Bros. I forgot to tell you, hope you don't mind. I know you went through a lot of trouble digging these holes, putting up these markers, and I know mines don't come cheap. But I moved a couple of your crosses. Sorry. Oh, you blows up. <laughs> no! Can you act? He broke both his arms. So it still wouldn't help put his pants. Okay. He's the most Indian person in Hollywood right now, so. Not by the relief. I love John Gilbert. Hey, asshole! Get your under control, dude! And today we are watching what hurt. I don't know why I keep doing it. I don't know. There's so many better <laughs> movies than this. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Welcome again to Eric and Evan Go to the Movies Podcast, where I'm Evan. And I'm Eric. Eric, what did we watch this week? Oh, we watched Double Team. Double Team starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Not a good duo. <laughs> yeah. We're really excited about this one, or did you walk in and just walk out disappointed? Oh, I walked in disappointed, and I walked out more disappointed. <laughs> it, it, it it didn't sound promising. Jean-Claude Van Damme movies usually have good premises, but he's not the best actor, so it kind of falls apart. <clears throat> Okay, what exactly is a good Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? I don't know. I I stopped watching him 20 years ago. Oh, hang on. No, I don't know. I stopped watching Jean-Claude Van Damme movies 20 years ago. I can't think of a okay. single title. You can't? Okay. Uh, Bloodsport is probably his most popular, or Kickboxer is one of the two. I know I've seen Bloodsport. I like Bloodsport. Gummy bears, gummy bears, sprinkles, sprinkles. <laughs> but no, I know I've seen Bloodsport. He also did Universal Soldier, right? Never saw it though. Yeah, no, I never saw it either. It looked really stupid. I, everyone says that's a big <laughs> one of his. Uh, sudden Death. Do you remember Sudden Death? No, not particularly. No. Okay. So sudden death. That I'll, I'll give you the quick rundown. Sudden death. Jean Claude Van Damme is a, I believe, an ex firefighter, or he just retired and he's going to go be a security guard or something like that. But he takes his kids to a hockey game for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and there's a bomb in the. There's a bomb in the. Uh, stadium or something like that and the only person who knows about it is Jean-Claude Van Damme of course he and the, the only highlight of the I mean it's not a bad movie really isn't so but the, he plays a secret agent like he does in every movie well it's the same character like he plays in every yeah, fucking movie like yeah <laughs> I think he really wanted to be a secret agent in real life and just convinces like studios to like oh, I just want to be a secret agent and like, they just make be... movies for him they would never let him do it in real life, but he's like, no, I'm doing it. And so he went into Hollywood. 
Because I mean, yeah. clearly he works out. I mean, you see in the movie, he he's fit. No, he's athletic as could be. Like I will never doubt his athletic ability. How much of it does he do his own stunts? Do you know? I is that a thing? Would he does? assume so. Uh, but none of the stunts I ever see him do are ever that incredible. Yeah, no, I know. But he just does like I know like he, he does he, fight scenes. Yeah, he ain't Chan. I know we talked a lot about Jackie Chan last week on Kung Fu Hustle, but yeah, uh, no, he's he's not a he's not a Jackie Chan in my opinion. He, he's honestly not Stallone in my opinion either. Like he's not on the level of Stallone. No, Stallone, Stallone's actually got good movies out there. Yes, there's not a Jean Claude Van Damme movie I can be like, yeah, that one's actually really entertaining. Watch that one. Stallone's actually got really cool stuff. Expendables is cool yeah. for just like a big budget. Yeah, like and that's movie. my favorite. That's Not a great my story. Van Damme movie. Like the second movie is okay. Like the storyline is actually better than the other two. It, okay, I, I couldn't pay attention to stories. I just thought it was cool. It, they were cool action movies. <laughs> that, yeah, that's cool. Like, action just to movies. see a bunch of cool, like, yeah, they were mm-hmm. older, but you could see them all together. Yeah, I think Van Damme probably does best as a bad guy. I, but it, my thing is, I don't think Van Damme's ever hit, like, Box office gold in any movie. I don't know how he continued to have the career yet. Because his movies made money, they just didn't make huge money. Yeah, they didn't make they didn't make Arnold money. They didn't no. make yeah no no Stallone. They didn't make Willis money. Yeah, and he was like he was fit. He did like you could. I mean, what is it? The kicks and the karate stances, and he was famous for doing like the splits. Yep. And so, Which, was, uh, uh, I guess that's where he got famous. And so, like that just led to, I guess he made movies, and people semi enjoyed them. Or I, went out of curiosity to see him be super fit. Um, I will say that Van Damme will always be better than Seagal by oh, the sheer fact. Yeah. You ever heard the story where Van Damme well, was at a drinking at Stallone's house. Mm-hmm. And Seagal was there, too. And Seagal, obviously, is the biggest fucking liar in all of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> pretends to be this big badass. So Van Damme basically said, bitch, meet me, out, meet me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. And Seagal wouldn't go outside to fight him. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Van Damme, Van Damme's badass. His acting is just, it's the same bullshit he's in in every fucking movie. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like of the two, Van Damme can definitely fight. And I feel like he would definitely oh, yeah. beat the shit out of you. I uh, feel like Steven Seagal would try to, but even like in his prime, like I'm going to talk about now, yeah, in his yeah. prime, when he yeah. was making Under Siege, I still think he was full of shit. Like I think he was fit. And I think he could kick, and he could. He was limber, but there was no style or any real like danger oh, I, to his think, martial arts. Yeah, I think he's just really good at maybe self defense or some bullshit. That's just I, my. I think he's good at my, show showmanship. I don't think he's good at self defense either. Yeah, um, Jean Claude Van Damme though, uh, just uh, probably should have always just been a side actor. I don't. This is a fun fact, though. Uh, you know, Van Damme was uh, the original Predator. In the costume. In the costume, yeah. 
But he bitched and moaned too much about it, so he basically wanted off the set. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yep. That's <clears throat> that's something I definitely didn't know. Yep. Uh, there's uh, photographs of him, too. Here like, we go. With Google mask it. off or whatever? With a mask off, and it's like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like his type of movie to be covered up. But, uh, yeah, that's really interesting. This is also a fun fact about Double Team. It also co-stars Mickey Rourke, and this is kind of right after his boxing career. Because he was went from actor, or no, he went from boxer to actor, and then he wanted to go back to boxing. This is his second time back in acting. So this is after he gets his face pounded in for a couple of years. You could see it in his face. Oh, definitely. It looked like he, he either had work done or like had his job broken or something, and it was like mm-hmm. swole. Yeah, but he's a very yeah. different, very different looking than uh, he looked before. I think he's a very different person. He's kind of a weird duck. He looks very different now. <laughs> like he, if you s- watching a movie of him, that's hard to yeah. Because watching what is it, Iron Man two? Yeah, when he played Whiplash. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the other movies I'd seen him in until I watched them again. And I was like, Mickey yeah. Rourke, I knew I recognized that name. And then it put like two and two together. And I was like, oh my God, he's in a bunch of different stuff I remember watching. Yep. But he looks so completely different, especially all buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When when he came back, he, he went through a, a bit of a bit of a renaissance, a big Mickey rourke Yeah. Because he hit The Wrestler. Yeah. Uh, got an Oscar film. nom for it. Which is a great movie. I love that movie. Uh, real sad. It's not something you just... Hey, kids, this looks like fun. No. It felt like I knew... A, it felt like a couple of different wrestlers' stories like put into one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the saddest scene to me, though, was the one where he goes to the autograph session. And it's like a smattering of people just happen to be there and... He's taking Polaroids of him and the guests and stuff like that. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Like the twilight yeah. of his career. He was this big, yeah. <clears throat> big dude. Now he's just running around doing indie shows. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, man, that's a good movie. That you should led watch it. that instead. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, though, led to Iron Man 2. Which actually is very disappointing. Like he's cool as Whiplash. Yeah, but I, the character was bad. Character it's was just, bad. Yeah. And the movie was not. It was just a bad not movie. Good. Yeah. That was so yeah, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty disappointing. After that, I haven't really seen him in much. Expendables, which is people forget he's in there. He was a tattoo artist. Make your work. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just got ice. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I've seen Mickey Rourke in. He was in something else recently. He's in like straight to straight to uh, either VHS, not VHS. Jesus, yeah, he's in straight to VHS. <laughs> he all of his movies go to a format you that doesn't exist anymore, and that's why you've never seen him. No. <laughs> Uh, they're like straight to straight to rental or straight to DVD, I think. Because like, yeah. it was one I saw that was on Netflix. 
and it just came out like a year or two ago. Mm, and it was he's Sin Roy. City. He also did. Did you ever see Sin City? Yeah. Yeah, he I was in that one too. I thoroughly enjoyed Sin City. That was a really good he, movie. I actually thoroughly enjoyed his character in Sin City. Which character yeah. was he again? I can't remember. Marv, I think, like that. He was the he. He gets the crap kicked out of him throughout the whole movie, and he just kind of keeps taking it. I think they kill him in an electric chair or something like that. It, it was him oh, and Jessica yeah, Alba because he has yes. he has a prosthetic on. Yeah, even then, yeah, even yeah, then, he's, he's got he's a big square jaw <laughs> prosthetic. Yeah, he was pretty cool in that. Yeah, I forgot his character was cool. Yeah, that was he was my favorite character in that one. Uh, Bruce Willis was okay. That was a real. I uh, I wish I had read the uh, graphic novel for that. Never did. I I uh, didn't either. There, it's remember it's a lot of stories though. That's a real dark series. Yeah. Mm. Well, they did a second one. Did you ever see the second one? No, I don't think so. I I know I. It's been on Netflix a few times, but it just to me doesn't look as appealing. Yeah. But it's it's like a continuation of that story. It has some of the same characters in it. Yeah. But it it, it actually went to theater, so it was a it was a budgeted movie. It wasn't just like a a Netflix special or something. Yeah, yeah. They put money and it just bombed. I think. Yeah, I can see that. But but yeah, Mickey Rourke. I guess. Uh, honestly, didn't know he was a big thing until Wrestler came out. Sadly. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, Mickey Rourke had turned down apparently the role in Tombstone of Johnny Ringo. Really? I found that out while researching it today. Yep. Oh, what a different character Johnny Ringo would have been. Oh, much different. He also turned down the role of Bruce Willis's character in Pulp Fiction. Pulp really? Fiction fan, Eric? Yep. Yeah. I love Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, that's one of those movies I had to watch a few times. I, the first time I saw it, I couldn't. I was very like, oh, this is boring. It sucks. Because like the first yeah. 20, 30 minutes, it's Tarantino movies are sometimes like that. Uh, it's 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 a long one. Reservoir uh, Dogs now, is like that. And it, so I turned mm-hmm. it off because I was like, I don't I don't get it. Like, it's just not not right now. I couldn't mm. I, I couldn't pay attention. And then I watched it again on like HBO and came on and I saw it like halfway through. And I was like, shit. I was like, this is the same movie. Like, because the end, mm-hmm. it changes tone and like story everything yeah yeah um i love that movie it's it's one of my like top 10 easily oh yeah but you know what's not in my top 10 what this movie this fucking <laughs> double team eric he double got team double team where dennis rodman should have got an emmy nomination at least <laughs> golden globe uh, he should have got a, uh, what is it? A raspberry something. He they did actually got get a raspberry. For this movie? They they actually swept their awards they were nominated for. Wow. Dennis Rodman. I didn't know that those, were, those awards existed the year this came out. They definitely existed. Existed. Sorry. Dennis Rodman was nominated for Worst New Star and won. He's also nominated for Worst Supporting Actor. Guess what? One. He was also nominated for Worst Screen Couple, which he shares with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And guess what, Eric? Second place? They won. Damn. Four Razzie Awards for the Dennis Rodman. Man, 
Did he actually? Do you actually get those awards? Like, do they ship them to you? Yes, they do. Actually, apparently, a few people. I believe Sandra Bullock is one of them. I know Halle Berry is one of them. But they've actually gone to the ceremony and actually have accepted them. Really? Yep. Halle Berry won for Catwoman. Wow. Yeah. The man, Halle Berry. Halle Berry, tough, tough chick. Just go up there and like, yeah, I did a really crappy job in this movie, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I could see it for Catwoman though. That was a, uh, that was a bad concept. Uh, bad execution. It, bad execution uh, of a bad idea. You know how bad Daredevil was with Ben Affleck. He, yes, unfortunately, yes. That's the female version of. It's just like. I don't know why they thought that solution worked, and they were like, let's just go with that. Yeah, it was Dude, bad. A bad, bad, really bad. bad. <laughs> well, you know who is in my top five NBA players of all time? Dennis fucking Rodman. Uh, <laughs> he's definitely in my top five athletic actors of all time, being that I can only probably name five. Really? Michael Jordan. Okay. Michael Jordan. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, obviously. Uh, Larry Bird was in Space Jam, if you want to count Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Ah, shit. Uh, LeBron. LeBron. Have you seen anything of LeBron? But he he did a movie. Uh, Oh, man. uh, Who else did a movie? Oh, Kevin Durant. You ever seen Uncut Gems? I got Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry Crews is a football player. Yeah, but he's player. an ex-athlete. Oh, we're naming basketball Yeah, players. but he was still an athlete. Oh, if we're naming <laughs> athlete, you could put O.J. <laughs> Simpson in there. <laughs> like, you could totally knock out Dennis Rodman. Yeah, if you started naming athletes. If we're doing NBA stars and we really get there, uh, Kevin Durant did a good job in Uncut Gems. Dennis Rodman. Uh, yeah, I actually like Dennis Rodman's acting in this. This is just me. He plays himself, basically. Darius Miles. Who? Darius Miles was a uh, actor. He played in the, uh, the score Miles? with uh, Chris Evans. Perfect score. He was mm-hmm. also in... He was in like two movies back-to-back because he was supposed to be a big superstar coming into the NBA. And his name was Darius Miles. It was the early 2000s. If you look him up, he was in about two or three movies because he was supposed to be this big up-and-comer. And so in order to hype him, they put him in some movies. And he was not a very good actor because he was this big, like, six-foot-seven black dude in this movie. And he just didn't... He looked. It's like Dennis Rodman's tall as shit in the movie. He's weird-looking in the movie. Because he's six, like eight, nine inches taller than anybody else. The Van Damme, especially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the the height issue is a big issue. You know what? Yeah, though? Darius Miles did a like, few. Yeah, top five, definitely for, top five. For, for we for research for this movie, we watched the Dennis Rodman documentary, and from where Dennis Rodman came from. And, like, for him to, like, accomplish just about the same exact goals as, like, Michael Jordan is pretty incredible. He was a superstar. Yeah. Like, he was you know, desirable. He, he, up, he made millions. He got paid. He grew up in the shitty streets of, yeah, Dallas. 
and just happened to like get discovered playing some like pickup ball at a you know boys and girls club. And someone's like, hey, he looks pretty good. You want to play some basketball? Sure, right on, you know? <laughs> and they're just like, man. He was a weird dude, apparently. Back, I, I wonder if he was always weird. Yeah, I think he kind of was. I think, you think uh, he turned weird? No, I think he was kind of odd because remember he was like, he had the two older sisters that he was always around and he just kind of Oh, was, yeah, and they dressed him up. Yeah, he was very effeminate. Effeminate? I butchered that word. Effeminate, whatever. Effeminate. Tell me when. Well, all right. But that's, I mean, that's that's a setup for this movie. So you already, okay. If you recall, I can't remember which one came first. Dennis Rodman was also in WCW. Wrestling Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, and these movies have. That incident and this one, obviously, this is a gimmick movie to build the name and like profit off the name of Dennis Rodman. Oh, clearly, it's just it's a way that they could smash two people into a movie and make money. Like Pretty, it's a yeah. loose storyline. I feel like they had, and they were like, "Hey, Dennis, you want to do a movie?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'll do a movie." And they were uh, like, "We got Van Damme. You want to do a movie?" He's like, "We got Rodman." He's like, "I love a movie with Rodman." And then they fucking did this <laughs> shitty movie, and they just kind of because I. His part is, his part could have been anybody, and I feel like they made him oh, strange uh, yeah. and weird to be Dennis Rodman. It, it's it fits his character completely. The part was written um, for him or catered to him. Yeah. Um. In general, God, though, I, it's just uh, it's a strange movie. He? It's a he's seven foot twelve. Let's find out. He is six foot seven. Six foot seven. Yeah. Wow. I'm a Dennis Rodman fan. Uh, what's your favorite version of Dennis Rodman, though? Uh, what do you mean, favorite version? Like, did you like him as a, a Detroit Pistons? No, I didn't know him as a Detroit. I didn't know who he was until he became uh, crazy haired with the, uh, the Spurs. Spurs. Really? Yeah, when he started dyeing his hair, because we used to play NBA Jam back in the day on Sega Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, he had white hair and in that. Yeah, so as soon as we started playing, I was like, who's the dude with white hair? It's like, oh, it's Dennis Rodman. He was like actually a good player back then. Mm-hmm. And so you actually yeah, played, I played with the Spurs quite a bit, because it was Rodman and, oh, I can't remember who the center was. They had a really good center back then. It might have been Pat- oh. it wasn't Patrick Ewing. No, 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 no. I know you're talking about. Uh, he was the reason why Dennis Rodman wanted out of San Antonio. Because they didn't even find him to be a very tough player. Yeah. That's when he went to the David Bulls. Robertson. Maybe. Yeah, that, that's who the center. I it was David Robertson was the center whenever uh, uh, Dennis Rodman was there. I have yeah, all the. I, mean, I, have I all don't. The, like, that was when we actually paid attention to basketball and I had trading cards. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's weird though. Yeah, I love you know? when he started dyeing his hair. I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then, cause dude, he would do mm-hmm. some crazy shit with his hair. Oh and yeah, the metallic yeah, yeah, yeah. one, like the metallic red and like uh, it was red and silver. He did one time that was all like swirled. It was pretty cool. Like he did some crazy ones. Yeah, he it was a. Uh, I just remember the Chicago Bulls ones. He he went. Those were cool designs that he was doing there. Uh, Spurs though, man. 
Spurs, he didn't go too crazy. I don't remember Spurs. He didn't go too no, crazy. He went off the rails. It was it was Bulls when he went crazy, but Spurs, I think he just kind of dyed his hair like solid colors a few times. It was the Lakers when everybody was like finally done with his BS. It's like one Lakers? thing if you're the best. At the end of yeah, his career, as soon as the at the '97 after the '97 season with the Bulls, he left and went with the Lakers, mm-hmm. and he was only there for like maybe he went over half the season. But I don't. Three quarters sounds too. So crazy. it was like when Jordan came back and played for like half yeah. a season. Yeah, he. But it's like one thing if you're like the best damn player as he was for a while there. He just wasn't ever that height after the '97 season. So the Lakers didn't put up with the bullshit too long, and then I can't remember if it was that same season or the next season. They got picked up by the Dallas Mavericks, and that lasted like a week. Oh yeah, because that was when he got weirder and weirder, and I think people kind of got done with his like BS. Yeah, they're pretty tired because he started like it was like okay, okay, let's tat it up. Okay, he's weird. Okay, he's a cross dresser, and then he became like big and like that was when he was with uh, Pam Anderson and all the big Mm -hmm. shocking stuff about him. Yeah, I feel like he was putting on a show a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, what you do when you're famous sometimes. It is. Hey, what's your favorite Dennis Rodman movie? Right? This is the only one he did that I know of. Oh, he's got a second what one. Was it? It's called Simon Says. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Dan Cook in Have it. Have you seen it? Nope. Uh, i only seen Double Team, so Double Team is my favorite <laughs> Dennis Rodman movie. <laughs> wow. I Who would... I assume that he's like a cameo. <laughs> I assume he's not a major role player in that movie. Uh, he, he wasn't no. a terrible actor. He's he's, he's he's the star. He's the star of the movie. In that really? one, Simon says, "Yes." Uh, there's probably a reason we haven't heard it, heard of him. Yeah, he wasn't the worst actor, but he just wasn't that good. I've seen worse. He probably didn't have to do. I'm like, okay. Now I read the whole Kogan autobiography, mm-hmm. and he talks about the Dennis Rodman incident in WCW, and he would say training Dennis Rodman was an absolute nightmare. Because he would come in just hungover, not wanting to do yeah, jack shit. Yeah, he's a prima donna. Yeah. But it was back Carl then. Malone, on the other hand, Carl Malone was like, uh, he was there to work. Carl and Malone like, hey, was let's an athlete, do this. Let's, let's make some money. Yeah, but yeah, Dennis Robin, but he's a different dude. He's a different animal. It just <clears> is. Yeah. It just is. As is this movie, Eric. Double team. The f- movie opens up about the same as every probably Van Damme movie is. Just a montage of a quick action scene. So after achieving a truckload of plutonium stolen from a U.S. military base in Croatia. It's such a convoluted, like, stereotypical. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's such a generic plot line. Everything about this movie. Government anti-terrorist agent Jack Quinn. Van Damme is relaxing by his pool three years later in South France. Okay, prior to all of that, he gets basically in this like truck or whatever. <laughs> and he, it's just this dumb plot line of him driving over a, a ginormous truck. Everyone's lighting him up with bullets. And he's driving this thing over trains. That is such and, a cool truck, though. 
My question is, how many times did you just go, this is fucking bullshit? Oh, I thought it was. There was one point when he's driving and the camera's on top of him and they're shooting a machine gun and the way the bullets were, all of the bullets were hitting the same spot on his car. Because it was like the fireworks <laughs> went off for too long right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you kept hearing the ting, 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 but it was just two spots on his car that just kept getting hit, it looked like. It was bad. It was just bad. I just... But... I, there's no way that truck is like but generic, going over a ramp. Generic John Claude Van Damme chasing. It's an opening. Yeah, I just couldn't understand how the as soon as the uh, truck hits the ramp and it goes through like the box car train. Oh, there's yeah, it just takes you know. Why didn't the motorcycle? The laws of gra- I don't know. I, I just it took the laws of gravity and said fuck you. I <laughs> thought it was great. It did do the classic thing that like most chase chase scenes do in classic '90s movies. Yeah, is whenever there's fire and a motorcycle guy's coming, they for some reason hit the brake slide and then the motorcycle loses that. Like, have you noticed that in every? Oh yeah, and this this dude catches on fire like every real fast. single time there's fire and they're on. It's like why don't you just go through it? It's not why we why would you hit the brakes and slide? Y'all have to have seen other movies. Other bad guys have to have told you, hey, when you see fire, don't hit the brakes. Oh, this. It's great. <sighs> it, it, it's a so prime we're example we're, we're, yeah, of everything we're, bad we're, about we're, 90s action. We're in for a wild ride, basically. That's what that said to me. But this is three years later. Quinn has been retired. But then all of a sudden, he's drawn back in by his old boss, a government agent for the CIA. It turns out Stavros, the guy he stole... Quinn stole the plutonium from is alive and he's shown his head and Quinn has to take him down. The problem is Quinn's wife is pregnant with his child and with his child. And it's really weird because they're in the pool scene together and she's like obviously four months pregnant mm-hmm. and she goes, she goes, are you sure this is what we want? I'm like, it's a fucking <laughs> it's a like, you're really late. deep, man. <laughs> it's a little late. You're... <laughs> You might have asked that sooner. If, like he was gonna back out. Like and go, really? Well, like this movie was gonna take a turn. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it was pre- that was a pretty fucking dumb line. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of those dumb lines. But he has to. He's got to go take out Mickey Rourke. So he's like, "Fine, I'm gonna go do it." But immediately after the CIA agent dude leaves he is in a car and uh turns out mickey rourke stavros is also in the car this movie is best watched at 1.25 speed on netflix really yes it makes it it's because it gets it over a lot faster Did you happen to see the C4 bomb that Mickey Rourke left in yeah, the car? Yeah, I saw the whole movie. I did not watch the yeah, movie. Did, it's just better at 1.25 speed. Did you happen to uh, notice how fast it goes from uh, 57 seconds to like yeah, zero? Yeah, it goes like 30, <laughs> 27, 23, zero. Baby, boop. <laughs> it fucking annoyed the shit out of me. You know, it's... He's hiring just bum. Like you, you don't know who he's hiring. You just gotta get what you can get. When yeah. you're a mob boss, you don't get the best. You don't get engineers. 
he's not really, he's just a terrorist. He's a weird terrorist. Did these version of terrorists exist at any point in your, like, memory? They had to. Really? There has to be at least one they, or two people. You know, because the terrorists that like I know this. of are the... No, 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 no. But know? they're not full-on terror. But <laughs> you don't know about everything that goes on. The, they keep it from you. Do you want to talk conspiracies? <laughs> it's stuff they don't want you to know it's about. Just, he's a he's a totally like typical like eighties terrorist, I guess. You know. <laughs> hey, and see, this is the thing though. None of this is American. Mm-hmm. This is all I happening know. in France or Italy. Okay. Have you did you notice that the entire movie yeah. isn't in America? They're bouncing. They're bouncing all over the place. Like so, I don't Quinn, think it's American made per se. Uh, I don't know. It's Japanese director. Yeah, the name something Hawk. Um. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's financed by Sony Pictures. Well, Columbia Pictures. Yeah, but who is the original? Because st- there's that's why multiple studios partner because there's usually like the main production one that does, and then they're like, "Oh, we want to yeah. tack on. We're gonna give you better dis- distribution for the movie," and then they'll fork in movie too, more money too. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I. But I thought it was uh, weird. That Mandalay was... Entertain. It's just it's shot really weird. Yeah, the whole movie is. I had to rewind a few parts of it to yeah. rewatch it because I couldn't understand what had happened. I yeah, thought it was a plot hole, kinda... but it wasn't because it just happened so quick because the cinematography or the editing was so bad that I didn't <laughs> understand what happened. It's it, yeah, and everything is shot at this like weird like Dutch angle too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a strange one. It's a strange one. I can't really, I can't really defend it in any way, shape, no. or form. I like it because it's really funny. Because now I can compare like the acting abilities of Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan. Like, who did a better job? Michael Jordan was way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Michael should have won an Emmy. What do, what do actors win? It's not Emmys. Emmys are daytime awards, aren't they? It, Emmys, Emmys are television. Okay, so what's for a movie? So Golden Globe. Golden Globe, they do Oscars. Oscar, Oscar that's what they and I think BAFTA is the British one. Okay, yeah, no, he's not. Nobody's yeah. winning an Oscar for these movies. Oh God, no! <laughs> well, maybe Jordan. Dude, Did you say maybe how, Jordan? Dude, dude, the goosebumps you get when he has to stretch his arm across <laughs> full court. <laughs> like, is he gonna make it? <laughs> I will say the CG in that movie totally holds up. <laughs> I, it does, in, in no denial, no denial. Uh, Bill Murray, I think that's his prime role. Bill Murray, that's a good role. I would Bill say Murray. that movie. That's actually a really fun movie. Best Bill Murray movie. Really? No, no. no what I'm saying, I'm asking you. What's what's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Uh, the original Ghostbusters is really up there. That one. Stripes is good, but. I think my favorite Bill Murray role may be Groundhog Day. Wow. He does really good. Yeah, Groundhog Day is really good. I would say Groundhog Day or uh, you ever see What About Bob? Ooh, I like What What About Bob. Bob's a good one. He did really good. That's a really good one. Him and uh, Richard Dreyfuss are really good in that movie. Richard Dreyfuss. Yep. Um, 
But I can definitely understand why Richard Dreyfus Richard Dreyfus probably hates Bill Murray. Why would you? Why? Because he's annoying as shit. Not because I think Bill Murray. Yeah, I think Bill Murray went a little too in through the role and like purposely pissed him off. Mm. <laughs> so you could like like made it real. If it, yeah, you know that you, you kind of get tired of it. Like, hey man, like we're acting. Back the fuck off, man. <laughs> like how the joke. I don't think Richard Dreyfus. Like yeah. how, uh, what's this? Heath Ledger does no, no, it? No, 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 Uh, the other one. Recent one. Suicide oh, Squad. Uh, Jared Leto? Like how he yeah. did the Joker? Yeah. How he yeah, would send, like, uh, he would send dead animals to his, like, his castmates and stuff used, like that. Used condoms. <laughs> oh, did he do that? I think so. He, he, apparently, I think that's all just kind of played up for the papers to make him sound weirder and build up, like, I up. don't know. Jared Leto seems like a weird fella. I don't I feel like he probably did a little bit. I don't of that. deny that that's something that he may have done. No, I believe it. If he told me, I probably believe it. But uh, who knows? Um, yeah, I just if you're gonna if you're gonna act like that, like who's the dude that got fired from uh, Schultz? Eric Schultz from the Back to the Future mm-hmm. movies. Oh yeah, yeah, he apparently. Yeah, he went very uh, method acting and like fucking treated the dude who plays Biff like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, constantly, like, because he was the bully. So, like, they get real aggressive with him and, like, hey, man, back off. I'm not kidding with you, man. Like, stop. I love Biff. <laughs> the, the, the dude who plays Biff. I love him. I love I love Biff, like, even the character. He's so damn funny to me. He always gets, he always falls in manure. Why don't you make, like, a submarine and leave? Yeah. <laughs> he never gets those what? right. You know where the kids, and you knew he was a jackass too because it was like in Back to the Future 2. Come on, Biff, give us the ball. This your ball. Go get it. Throws it up on that balcony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Biff's not in this movie, unfortunately. No, we don't Biff. get a good lovable character like Biff. <laughs> Biff is not we get in this Alex movie. Alex Cross or whatever this dude's name is. <laughs> Quinn. Jack oh, Quinn. Oh, yeah, something stupid. Jack. So Jack Quinn mm-hmm. travels to Antwerp, Belgium, and this is when we get to meet Dennis Rodman's Yaz. Again, we, we've talked about Dennis Rodman. This is basically Dennis Rodman. But Antwerp, Belgium, is this... What the fuck is Antwerp, Belgium? It's where right? they make waffles. Are they really weird? Are they, are they, are they this I, weird? I don't know. This is where he lives? I mean, maybe this is where he's accepted. Maybe... Cause this this is where he feels he feels home and he can he can live there and deal drugs and or not drugs he doesn't deal drugs necessarily but guns and all of the nefarious things he does and that's that's where he can be so if you want to be a weirdo yeah. maybe that's the place to be you can be as strange looking as Dennis Rodman is, is in this movie and not stand out he's yeah he's uh, running that gun business too. Is that a good place to run guns in Antwerp, Belgium? Uh, maybe they have loose gun laws. <laughs> this one was really weird to me too. It's like none of the guns in this movie are normal guns. Like, why did they have to go so futuristic when it came? They to weren't that? futuristic. They were just nothing was American, so you didn't recognize it. They weren't real guns. Yes, though. they were. Everything's a real gun. No, because remember, Yaz says <laughs> in the dumbest fucking line, "I got shit, so no, even I don't know I got." Yeah. What gun do you say isn't real? I guarantee it's a real gun. I don't think any of these guns are real. 
Might be. Um, yeah, no, the, the fucking machine gun he uses in the uh, armory when he's selling Quinn and his team the guns. The machine gun? Uh, yeah, the, the weird little... The P, that's a that's a perfect dark weapon. That's a P90, that's, that's a real gun. Actual, it's 100% a real gun. That was, it's a foreign a service P90 gun. is a lot bigger. It's a bigger nugget. It's no, a bigger that's a P90. That. I it's a P90 bullshit. that he sticks the barrel on. All the guns in this, bullshit. it's all real guns. They're just weird foreign guns, so they don't look familiar. They're like Swedish and fucking... Uh, the, the P90 is bigger than this gun. No. It's the same gun. Watch. Watch it. No, if you're watching it here just so. a sec, you're going to be like, shit, that is a P90. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. I call bullshit. I, I don't know. I just, the guns are over the top. They're all this, weird. They're all strange. If you're a gun uh, guy, the they're all recognizable. We get to the first, like, actual, to me, decent uh, shootout scene. So, okay, the plan is catch uh, Stavros. They know where he is. Why did Dennis Rodman's what? sunglasses never catch on? You know what? For some reason in my mind, I thought they did. I never saw those exist in real life. They've got the Oakley really? on the side. They're they're branded. Because there's definitely product placement. This co- you can tell that the, they, were, they were advertised. I'm telling you they were. I'm but they never you, caught I on? remember them in the mall. I don't think oh, so. Man, I wish I'd got some of those Yaz glasses. Those are fucking stupid <laughs> glasses. He had. To, I just remember the poster. Okay, now I'm gonna share this. Hold on. Nope, oh, this one right here. And those right there. Those right there, I remember them. The over-the-top okay, ones. Okay, you need to move your screen because it's covering them. There you go. You. Yes, I remember right those because those were a thing and those were in uh, the famous Jet Jackson movie. Okay, but I remember Dennis Rodman advertising those at some point. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know why those, I thought those yeah. were ever trying to be a thing. I don't... Like they just uh, because ridiculous. I knew because I just for some reason that was a thing that like, carried over for a while there. Like remember when Men in Black came out, the Men in Black sunglasses was like a huge. Oh item. yeah, I want a pair of those. The Matrix glasses then became like a huge mm-hmm. item too. I I think all it takes is brand Terminator placement. did. Yeah, it's kind of all. I don't. They don't really do that anymore. I guess is that just me? Do I never see them anymore? When have I seen Spider Man sunglasses? Yeah, I don't think they do as much product placement as I don't. I, or it's more subtle. It's not big props. Yeah, they do car like you see vehicles. You see Ford do advertisement. Well, vehicles, Chevy. vehicles will always be in there. Fucking, that's why you can't watch Transformers. Sometimes, like cell phones, you'll see like, oh, they pulled out their Samsung. <laughs> yes, yeah. It, or their Nokia. I feel like if you're a movie that stoops to that level, fuck you. This movie is pretty pretty <laughs> funny with its product placement. The Coca Cola machine that's uh, indestructible. At the Coliseum. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it's so funny. Okay, so uh, moving the plot along though. So Stavros, they they've set up a sting operation for Stavros. They think he's about to lay a bomb at a carnival amusement mm-hmm. park, in I'm, I, where are they at this point? I couldn't. I, I guess think they're still, still an Antworth. Yeah, I think they're in Antworth still. So. 
But it turns out he's actually just trying to meet his family. He wants to see his kid. He wants to see his kid. What's wrong with that? But how dumb is it when he catches on that it's a sting operation? They're all waiting for Quinn to pull the trigger. But Quinn knows he's seeing a kid, so he doesn't want anybody to get hurt. But immediately, Mickey Rourke draws the fastest draw I've ever seen. Pops the girl from 100 yards through the eyeglass. Like, holy cow! How can he How make that shot, did- but he can't hit <laughs> Jean-Claude? Oh, he, they, they, he missed every fucking round. <laughs> he hit her dead, dead center in the scope. But his family gets caught in the crossfire, and he blames Jean-Claude Van Damme for it. Is it really his fault? Was that it all his fault? Um, no, it was not. <laughs> no. That was, was, that was his own fault for uh, putting his family <laughs> yeah. in danger. Uh, he should have picked a different career path, and I don't think that, that argument's going to hold up in court that <laughs> John it Claude was Jean-Claude's. Family. Yeah. Because he, he stung me. He put, did a sting operation, and I got caught. No, that's not going to hold up. <laughs> As a judge, uh, I wouldn't hear that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I love, okay, so the fight ensued, and it was pretty corny and over the top. But the best part is when it leads into the uh, maternity ward. And they fight all around all these babies. And there's not a nurse in sight in this building, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're not being watched. They're just... Things, things are very are different in Belgium. This is a low-budget hospital. Um, yeah. They can only afford so much. But it's... Uh, um, oh, man. The clown guy dies. So sad. The clown always dies. Clown died. Um, I like how how Mickey Rourke gets away by putting the grenade in the baby. In the bassinet. Like, under the baby's arm in the bassinet, and he, like, pushes the baby at Quinn. The grenades in this movie and, explode in the craziest of ways. Because the pineapple yeah. grenade blows up so different than whatever other grenade they have. But the guy has so many grenades. And I think it's strange that he goes to this interaction just carrying that many grenades. <laughs> to see his kid. Yeah. Because they're just He in was his there pockets. to look for a like, fight. He reaches in his jacket and he pulls a grenade out. <laughs> I think Mickey Rourke's character is just insane. He just carries grenades. It's like... Bonkers. Like who ca- yeah. Who, I mean, as a villain, if you're a drug lord, if you're a weapons dealer, I understand carrying a gun. Who carries a fucking grenade? And multiple. <laughs> that many grenades. Multiple. <laughs> Different flavors. <laughs> like, I got this I got this pineapple one. He's got gonna, two in each pocket. I got this other one. I got this fire grenade. I got a smoke bomb. I got a... <laughs> like, bro, you're going to see your family. What if your kid just plays with one of those? <laughs> The pin just accidentally dropped. Yeah. He's a ballsy dude. He's a terrible villain, to be He's honest. A terrible with you, father. Though. He doesn't <laughs> deserve to have a kid. Uh, but he gets away, and the grenade that he put under the baby, after, you know, Quinn throws the grenade away, the shrapnel is what catches Quinn. Oh, and Quinn up. wakes up. Which I'm, I don't know. I that's what I'm saying. This grenade blew up huge compared to the other grenades. There's a big grenade. I don't this know is how that grenade, and it blew up the biggest. I don't understand how this was the one. But anyway, it blows up. But and Quinn puts him wakes down. up. Quinn wakes up in 
what is called the colony, which is kind of like an island of super agents who are just too important to let and die. And this feels like this is where it could have been a good TV show made into a shitty movie. I like the plot idea. Yeah, this is a cool idea where I'm like, they could have done a TV series or something where it's like, this is all the the spies of the world that have all died, and this is they're all they're all in hiding here. But no, they did this bullshit. That doesn't make any sense because his guardian, like they don't explain (laughs) stuff well. That that they don't explain stuff well at all. But it's really funny when like his guardian, who's been showing around this whole time, is telling him. Yeah, if you get off the island, your guardian has to hunt you down. You just don't know who your guardian is. And it's like fucking clear as day. Like, you've been around me this whole time. Why didn't they give Jean-Claude the fuck? Why didn't he get somebody to guard guardian to? Well, that is Goldsmith, I think, is his fucking guardian. Who is Goldsmith's guardian? Yeah, because somebody should have been up to Goldsmith if he was off the island trying to kill him just out of the blue. But it's fun. It's all these ex-agents that are just hanging out on this island is what's funny to me. And even, like, old supervillains. Because he runs into a somewhat of an antagonist who survived a killing in, like, Africa by Quinn. Thought he died out there. Like, why the hell is he here? What the fuck? That's my buddy. So, uh, would you, uh, let's say, Eric, if you were a uh, secret agent and uh, you were uh, secret almost killed, is this, uh, is this is what you want your uh, fake death to be about? Would you would you want to go to the colony? This looks horrible. It lo- so I feel like it does look horrible, but the prospect of death is worse. And if you think about it, about if that. he was lying to his wife, this is the perfect out. <laughs> he could have been like oh man I really did I didn't want to have that kid I wanted out I didn't want to I'm going to tell you that that was his but that went all the way what back. a golden opportunity that I can just disappear <laughs> and four, I can still save the four world four months in is this what we want fuck no this isn't what we want Maybe what you want but I gotta get out of here <laughs> and this was his out uh, but this is just you know they're all fucking gay though. They're just all banging each other. They're just high class like professionals. That no woman in sight. You know they've been there for years. There's fuck it. You know what? Let's just bang each other. Dudes on dudes. It's so why weird. It, why like that. I. Why isn't there female agents? There was one. You know, if one female agent get on that <laughs> island, that poor girl. <laughs> Everybody would be after her. Think about it. These are all like James Bond dudes. They spent years just banging away. Just every movie, you know, they like they get to, James Bond. Some movie called four. Octopussy out there. Okay, it was <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden, you like you went from all that poo tang to none. It's gone, and it's just nothing but dudes on an island. You're just sitting there, jumping. they're dry. And it's like if they put one female agent, oh, she is just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jean Claude. The name's Bond, James Bond. So it's me. I'm Bond. See, and I James thought about Bond. that. They could have done a movie with all the James Bonds on an island. <laughs> oh yeah, because you know there's it's several yeah. of them. All the different agents yeah. from the agency. That I was like, this could have been a better movie. This plot line could have been that a better movie. Been cool. They could have yeah. just been like, okay, this is 
They could have had cameos from all the James Bonds on there at some point. I just think the picture is so bad. It's like, why did y'all use this camera? Because this is 97. Can you name another movie that came out in 1997? Uh, did True Lies come out in 1997? I'm pretty sure Twister did. Twister. No, Twister, Twister was, was Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. right? Bill Paxton. You know, the Titanic came out in 1997. It did. That was a huge movie in 97. Yeah. Did you why, like Titanic? Why... I like. Eh, it's alright. Did you, did you like it when you saw it back then? Yeah, of course. You know, saw titties for the first time. <laughs> Kate Winslet's titties. Mm. Batman and Robin came out in 1997. Batman and Robin. So the worst one. Batman of them? and Robin. It's the worst one. Oh, this is this. Men in Black came out in 1997. That's why. I'm, why is the picture to this movie so terrible compared to the 99, 1997 movies of the time? They were low budget cameras. Fucking apparently, they, they were. It's a foreign movie. They didn't have enough funds. Sony was like, uh, "We'll fund it, but we're gonna give you like five or six dollars, and you put our name on the picture, and we'll let you use some spots we know about." I think that's how they were involved. Because yeah, this this movie is not a high high budget movie. No, really, the camera no. work is quite strange. So Quinn is upset. Quinn is stuck on an island. By the way, he can't swim off the island because it's surrounded by lasers. Yeah. Laser, <laughs> sharks with lasers on their head. Uh, that's like, it's oh, just cla- that's the classic. Shit. It's classic. That's classic. It's weird. Classic. Uh, the lasers only shit. turn off. The lasers only turn off, by the way, when there is a supplies drop off for these people. So thus begins Jean-Claude's Van Damme's montage of working out and trying to solve the way to get off the island. Yeah, he starts training. Eric, what do you... We've seen these montages. It's gonna be a montage. (laughs) There you go. You know, Rocky. You know, those bullshit ones. Rocky is probably one of the better montages I've seen. Um... Even fucking Batman versus Superman, like Ben Affleck goes oh, through yeah. like a workout regiment before he fights Superman. <laughs> Aren't you sore afterwards, my man? No. He took a week's rest. <laughs> you just didn't see that week's rest. So he could get get the aches and pains out. He went to fight went to fight Superman. But that that okay. What's your favorite one? Like if you had to put one up there where you had to watch a dude shirtless working out workout montage. What's your favorite one, Eric? Chris Evans. <laughs> From? Isn't there a workout montage in a... Captain yeah. America? Well, there's a montage of him becoming so. Captain America. Yeah, when he's a pipsqueak. Yeah. That's a montage. He takes his shirt off. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me? I, I, I'm just, I'm very, that? I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm thinking 80s movies, to be honest with you. I'm thinking Predator. You know where he like sets up to fight the Predator and he like screams. Ah! <laughs> uh, the Predator oh, scream. <laughs> that was not a. Do you like- oh, it's bad. 80s, it, 80s like movies are so bad. 80s and 80s 90s action movies were also bad. I They're the bad Predator, in a good though. way. They're not bad in a yeah. horrible way because Predator is not a bad movie. 
Well, it's not a good oh, movie, it, but it's an entertaining movie, and it's worth watching. Most Arnold movies are enjoyable in some form or fashion. Either the action's really cool. Terminator's strictly just, just entertaining. It, it, the first one's really uh, cool. First uh, one, I no. Do. Second one, yes. You don't like the first one? First one's it's entertaining in a weird way because it's it, like a horror movie. The the feel of it is so okay. different. It's hard to I, enjoy I, after you've seen I the second them. one. I compare them. I compare them to uh, Evil Dead movies mm-hmm. because the budgets were so fucking low on both those movies and they made it fucking work into being like the biggest cult classics. They like what they are today, what they end up making today. Evil Dead is just on that lower level. Yeah, and Evil Dead came so, back around. Yeah. yeah. Still I enjoy watching. But they're not good. They're horrible. They probably just need to stop. But that's my thing was the Evil Dead was like, what they did with what they had to do is what's cool to watch about them. Yeah, what their budget was. Terminator, Terminator is kind of like that to me. Like they had a very small budget too, and they just had to work with what. They Which had. explains why the robots were bare. Like they barely had real robot yeah. in there. The the the, the exo. prosthetic faces where he's like cutting his eye out and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's just not very done well. It's just they had a very small budget, so you forgive it. By but they're good it. practical effects. They don't. They age better yeah. than if they'd done something CG. What's better than the aging of fucking Double Team? <laughs> his didn't even have any CG in it. That's the sad part. Well, it's his workout regimen is hilarious where he starts crawling up on his walls and starts Spider-Manning out in, like, the door frame. Yeah, his workout <laughs> regimen is strange. And he's, like, uh, squat lifting, like, a tub full of water, which, you know what? That was a strange I, I, squat I lift scene. Get some so expression. He's like humping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he power oh. thrusting his wife? Like that's what he's thinking about. <laughs> get it. Get it. <laughs> you know what? And like Goldsmith's next door, listening to him because they're in like hotel What's rooms. He doing? There you man? go, boy. There you go, boy. <laughs> Just. Uh, you know he won't share the bed with me, but I'm happy he found one. You know this island. They don't give us any female agents, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then the drop, so he's, but also, he smokes in the movie. So he's this, this badass super agent yeah. that can hold his mm-hmm. breath for like three days, but yet he's a smoker? <laughs> he's impressive. Yeah, I don't understand how he's keeping his lung capacity up. Uh, but I think, I find it kind of funny that Stavros, though, knows he's alive, because he blows up something and you know these like group of super agents have that little like cerebro cerebro machine they get attached yeah. to yeah they gotta keep their hand and they try to solve yeah they try to solve crimes from miles away which cool is idea. it's me. a cool idea for a movie <laughs> yeah for not a movie but yeah. for a tv series i you could do a movie that i mean TV series, I feel like you could stretch it into a TV series fairly easily. You could. I think it, yeah. Yeah, I think you could. I think you're right. It's too bad, you know, good ideas die with the shitty fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what makes this movie a lot better uh, if you watch it with Spanish subtitles? Because then it, really? yeah. Mainly because it doesn't make any more sense. <laughs> I don't know Spanish. Ah, uh, so Okay. 
The cringiest part, though, in this movie goes down to the part where he rips off his thumbprint oh. with the exacto knife. Where did he get I a Band-Aid swear. and not get questioned? <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. That was my thought. I was <laughs> like, hold on. You got a Band-Aid. Cut your thumb up. How does someone not go? What happened to your finger? All right. On this Lord of the Flies like colony that they're on top of, nobody was ever wondering what he was doing the whole time. Making all that noise? Yeah. Like, what do you do at night? Like, keep it down, bro. <laughs> so we work all day and then you just go home. What do you do at night? Like, when do you sleep? You work 13, 14, 20 hour days? Like, what are y'all, what are y'all doing? He never wants to come to the barbecues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Stavros, though, has not exactly kidnapped his girlfriend, his baby mama. He has, he what, she's working for him? Is that right? It's like she doesn't know she's been kidnapped. She's just kind of working under Stavros. I guess. Fake guys. I guess that's what she's doing. I couldn't. That's another one where I was confused for a moment. Yeah, that that plot line wasn't ready. But we finally get to the escape deal. What do you think of the escape, Eric? It's a good escape. It's a cool escape. Good idea. Good action. Uh, Very planned out. Very thought it was coming. Think the laser thing is still pretty it's silly, really but stupid. you know. <laughs> but it was cool. Like swim under there, get a hold of it with the hooks to hold on to it, so that you could stay attached. Uh, I don't think it was realistic that he held on on the plane, uh, or his breath held on. I don't know. There's no way he holds breath that long. No, he had he had the he stole the dude's oxygen tank for a sec. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, the the fight scene right there on the tailgate when he gets pulled in on oh, the Oh, yeah, plane. he's dead. Oh, fuck that. You're falling dude. out, dude. No. He's fighting people. He's out of air. He's out of energy. His legs are hanging off the side, and he's still Think about ass. how exhausted he's his gone. arm. Like, how gone are your arms and your hands after that? They're done. <laughs> and you got to think, it's the UN that's, like, running this colony program, so he's throwing, like, UN, like, transport agents like these guys <laughs> the best part is he only throws two of them out of the plane but there's three of them back there do you notice that like the yes. one he just hits and they yep. just like i guess they assume oh they'll understand he probably fell out or something <laughs> but he's nice he asked him if he has a parachute before he kicks him out too he is i just i don't think he's uh staying on there yeah i don't tell you I, the truth that was quite unbelievable <laughs> no way his arms were gone he fought underwater he did all that and then he held onto a plane and then fought somebody in the back of the plane he didn't fight one dude in the back of that plane he didn't make it to the back of that plane this is all a fantasy now this is, <laughs> this is all his death dream <laughs> this doesn't work at all but so 45 minutes into the movie though Eric about halfway how stupid is this movie oh dude? it's pretty bad and I feel betrayed at this point too. Really? I've not seen Dennis you thought Rodman. it was going to be better no, than this? Dennis Rodman. Yes, Dennis Rodman didn't show I back up. I expected more at Dennis all. Rodman, so I feel like I was definitely bait yes. and switched right now. I was pretty pissed. I wanted to see Dennis. the worm, and I've I've not I've not seen the worm yet. Uh, but it's really weird. Okay, out of all the people that this super secret agent could go to, he goes to his arms dealers in Antwerp, Belgium. I assume that's the only person that he knows there. I don't know why he, he trusts Yats. 
I don't know why you trust Yes. There's no rhyme or reason to it. He's an arms dealer, and he's kind of a goofy arms dealer. But that's who he goes yeah, to. He's a little extreme. Uh, and it's really weird because uh, to trade weapons, Quinn offers CIA uh, passcodes, CIA bank, bank account numbers. Yeah, which is so very strange. That's all he had. He didn't even who's, have it. Who, he's making whose bank accounts? Did nobody. You he's full of shit. That's the best part. <laughs> he's completely full of shit. Uh, Doesn't matter whose he has. He just lie. Yeah, well, he needs a trip back to his home so he can go save his girlfriend. Peeling of the thumb. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. But, uh... So, okay, we finally get to the point where they're going back to uh, Quinn's uh, little, uh... Going home. Get his girlfriend. He's got to go check on her. And he throws Yaz out of the airplane. Hold on, can we address something real fast? Yes, Why did uh, Dennis Rodman's chest plate armor thing not really catch on as a fashion statement? I don't know why that was in the costume department. I truly Why think didn't that though, catch on, though? Dennis, that should have caught on as a fashion what, piece. Whatever Dennis Rodman had on, that was the costume. <laughs> just anything? When he showed up to set, that was just yeah, anything. If you notice, too, from here, his his hair keeps changing colors. But he, yep. he doesn't have time to ever go to the barber, so I don't understand how he Hell keeps no. changing colors. It's <laughs> the best part. They, they never explain that. It makes no sense. It makes no fucking yeah, sense. They change his colors five times, and they're on the run. <laughs> <laughs> Six times, actually. Well, five times when they start. Uh, in the whole movie, his hair color changes six times. Mm. Is that an IMDb? That's an IMBD right there. Yeah, but I think it's it only changes one time before that, so it changes five times while they're on the run. Yep, five times when they're on the run. <laughs> it's a pretty extreme hairstyles too. There's no oh, way. Oh yeah, you know they had to be work done. You think he's doing it himself? He's just up all night <laughs> dyeing his hair. But he's a yeah, he's just a he's an arms dealer, and that's just I don't know. Apparently, he loves to do hair too. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he's an odd fella. He's he's. Dennis Rodman, man. Uh, but we get to an action scene at Quinn's home. At this point, okay, are you a big action guy? Hold on. Are you you like the eighties action? We've talked. Did about we get this. to the scene where he jumped out of the plane yet? We talked about. It. Well, I was getting there. You made me skip. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about that. Okay, plane we jump. can. We're going to talk about that plane jump where he throws Yaz out of the. That was airplane. another part where I was so confused. I thought Yaz was going with him because he's sitting on the edge of the plane and he went with him. Why would he have gone with him in the first place? So whenever he throws him out and then he jumps, I I had to watch it twice because I was confused. Why he brought Yaz at all. Yeah, why was Yaz there? I think it's funny that it turns into a fucking basketball. Yeah, I thought that was hysterical. (laughs) I love the fact that everything with him is a basketball reference. I don't know why they allow some of the things they allowed in this fucking movie. Everything with him is a basketball reference. Everything with him is a basketball. Yeah, it's so it damn It turned stupid. into a basket. I was like, oh my God, that's such a com- comedic moment. <clears throat> it's unintentional. But it's he invented that, though. That was the thing, too. Is what he says. Everything I, everything I invent yeah. works. 
It's, oh, it's just bad. So when they land, and it's just like, zoop, it's like a tent. Yeah. Like, how, how did you survive that impact? I didn't understand that <laughs> scene, though. I was like, well, how, why was he there? And then I was like, oh, and I watched it again, and I was like, oh, he was just there to watch the guy for whatever reason. Don't know why he sat on the edge of the plane with him like an idiot. <laughs> Without the parachute. Yeah, just sat there just on the edge, like, okay, you jump. Good luck. Uh, okay, so we've seen these buddy comedies before. Okay, who's a... Uh, the setup for them to ever be friends, by the way... Makes because you know they always have a mm-hmm. moment where they become friends. The bond. Is it worse or better than, yeah, is it worse or better than Renegades? Uh, I think it's on the same level. It's on really? the same level of like, they don't, there's no click. <laughs> like, at no point do you feel like they're on the same page of it making any sense why they're friends or that they're actually like each other. Like, their relationship doesn't seem organic. Like, the the only reason he actually truly helps Quinn is because he wants the bank account numbers. But then he finds out that Quinn has a kid, and all of a sudden his opinion's like, oh, I'm going to help you for free. Like, what? How are you a good guy all of a sudden? Because... Uh, you were just about to rob some good CIA agents from who knows where. When you're an arms dealer, you got to make decisions like that on the fly. Okay? Sometimes... Sometimes you just gotta gotta make decisions from the heart. Okay. Well, how did you like the fight scene at Quinn's house? It was bad. Really? No, it was not. Which it didn't hit. It didn't hit the spot. It, yeah, it felt it felt like just filler. Well, to be honest with you, the scenes start getting really lackluster. They do. Um, the best part though the is the grenades when... don't make sense again in this scene. No. I don't know why the one in the pool the, was such a problem. The one afterwards, though, was really good. Where Dennis Robbins steals a car, and it's like a little bug. That was, But you didn't get a good Rome. shot of it. They didn't give you a good, clear shot of him sitting in the car. <laughs> no. It was like from super far away. <laughs> you just kind of see his and head. It's like, man, that's not... I wanted to see the scene. Like, come on, give it to me. They really didn't use Dennis Robbins the way they no. should have. That it's that's a disappointment. Uh, One of many. But we soon get a brand new uh, hair color changed by Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this one? What's your favorite Dennis Rodman hair color in this movie? Uh, I like when he start his like Dolce, what is it Dolce and Gabbana or like the I don't know what the swirlies are when they jump out of the plane. The white oh, and black. Oh, the, the the white one. You yeah, like that's that probably one his best hairstyle. Mm, I like the. Uh, I like how his head looks like the colors of the movie or the poster. Like half of it's like that weird kind of lime green yellow, mm-hmm. and the other half was that cool blue. How one was that? Hey, hey, that was Beginning? the second time you see oh, him. Okay. That's the second time you see him. But uh, that one's a cool one. But he only has it for like a little bit. Uh, you definitely, definitely need to watch this movie on Netflix, by the way. Yeah, it's on that? HD and it looks a lot better. Oh, yeah. really? But it also looks worse because it starts looking cor- it starts looking worse. Like oh, you see, like, like looks like soap opera mode. Like <laughs> how like super high def TVs look bad, and it starts making yep. things look like soap operas. That's what it starts looking like in high definition. Yeah, like you, it's just it's now it's super clear that the acting is just that bad. 
Oh, it's horrible. Like, honestly, who's worse, Van Damme or Rodman? I like Rodman's performance because he didn't have to really do anything. Yeah, he didn't have a lot to... There wasn't a lot to his part. I mean, this is... This is the same Van Damme we've seen in every fucking, like, sudden death, double impact, hard target. <laughs> it's f- So how can I rate this over the other one? It's funny that every scene, though, that they're in and they have to keep switching back and forth, it's Van Damme yeah. staring at Dennis Rodman, and then when the camera flips and Dennis Rodman, it's like his shoulder is in the scene. It's not Dennis Rodman's face. Like, that's how tall he is. You know what they... I wouldn't be surprised if they couldn't get him on most days. If he just didn't show up. If he like, wasn't there. It's fucking Rodman. Man, dude. why didn't we get a good a good shot or a good scene with the car? No. That that should that should have been a really comedic moment and like they didn't even see him you don't think you see no, him. No, you barely see him in it. <laughs> but okay, so now they're working together because they're bonded over the sonogram. Quinn's baby hasn't been born yet. It was just kind of funny because now this movie feels like they're working on it. Like we're running out of time, you know? Yeah, now because the baby hasn't been born. Yeah, so they go to Rome to meet with Stavros. What do you think of Van Damme's disguise in this movie? I honestly didn't recognize him until he spoke. I neither. I was like, okay, okay. Dennis is clearly. Uh, not a man to blend. I would not hire him as a secret agent. <laughs> he kind of has a very distinct look. He kind of sticks out. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a sore thumb, I would say. Uh, but what's very frustrating is, okay, so Quinn has gotten... This leads up into a, a new fight scene, right? Up into a hotel. Mm-hmm. And... Rodman has like a moment where he wrestles a dude through a taxi cab, which is like, oh, that's pretty cool, but he's there for like two minutes. And then the rest of the action sequence, you go back to watching fucking Van Damme again. I want to see more Rodman in the fight sequences, right? Was that just me? You you don't get a lot of Rodman. Nope. I feel like he's part of it. He's part of it to draw a crowd. This is the rebound king. Yeah. It's part of it. He's part of the movie to draw draw his name in there to draw an audience, but he is not really a participant in the movie, like you yeah, would think. For him being a title character on the main card, on the posters, mm-hmm. number two build Rodman is Jean Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Uh, Mickey Rourke is almost in the movie more than Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh. Fucking Van Damme's wife is in this movie than uh, yeah. Rodman is. I think the baby actually has more screen time than Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think of the uh, one-on-one fight scene of the dude who puts the uh, switchblade in his foot? I was confused where he was hiding that switchblade. <laughs> I was like, does he have an implant? Yeah, yeah, no. Does he have enough muscle to hold that? Yeah, thing? think but about it. He, just, he cups his foot just right to hold the blade to kick his loafers yeah. off. But that blade is, this is another scene. Whenever he stabs the dude with that blade, I couldn't, it looks like it stabs the wall and then the guy just falls into the back of the knife and it's dead all of a sudden. Like, he hit the hilt. I, he's hurt. He's not dead. Ah, man. Hard Target. Have you ever seen Hard Target? No. You know what's really funny about that movie? 
Okay, so it's a it's it takes place in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's Van Damme, right? Jean Claude. Jean Claude Van Damme, and he's a Cajun. Mm-hmm. He's got a mullet. He's rocking. So he looks like the guy in this movie at most. He looks exactly like this, but with a mullet, okay. <laughs> like a legitimate mullet. It just sounds fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Every, all of his movies are ridiculous. Oh, uh, that's great. And it, you know what? And you get into another little slub, subplot because Yaz works with an underground team of monks. Yeah, this is his brothers. <laughs> what the fuck? What fuck the fuck is going on in this movie? <laughs> it's so disjuncted. Why does why does Dennis Rodman know a bunch of cyber monks? I don't fucking get it. <laughs> you don't need to understand but, it. That's just part of it. Yeah. They just throw it in there. So uh they're working together and they are going to help him find Stavros and his son. Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> and this this is where it doesn't make. I and I'm so confused what Stavros is doing with his son. Like I thought maybe he was trying to steal his kid, and make it his kid. Yeah, and I thought that was the ultimate plot. Nope, nope. There's no rhyme or reason here. I think he just takes <laughs> him to take him. Pretty much, he takes him to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um. Hell. And it accumulates all the way, so they have to run through the uh, tunnels of Rome, right? Which, you know, hilarity ensues. He's they got his lucky work coin, together. his lucky detonator, and his lucky C4. Yeah, and you, you basically, it's, you know, ha-ha comedy through the whole thing of them trying to work together and make a whole bunch of stupid basketball references. Yeah, it throws the rock at the bomb to- wires. <laughs> Oh my god, not the rock, but the skull. We know Dennis Robin didn't have to shoot. He knew his job. Yeah. Eric. He knew his job. If he was getting rebounds, but he was, no, he's trying to make shots Dude. here. That's why I took him twice. Those rebound highlights are some of the coolest highlights. Do you ever watch those? Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. Our brother, our brother Zach does all the time, and he's bright. <laughs> Dude was a motherfucking and like, okay, beast. So- a while back when I guess the last dance premiere, by the way, have you seen the last dance? No, I didn't watch the last dance. I didn't have cable, so it's worth it. It's on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's worth it. It is most definitely worth a watch. Uh but if you look at like Jordan's shooting chart, like like it's a dark screen of the basketball court and where he like where he shot is like, you know, the brighter it is, the more he shot and made those mm-hmm. baskets. Yeah, he he yeah, chart. that whole thing. Yeah, his heat chart is just bright white, you know, because he hit everything everywhere. Or maybe it's LeBron, one of the two. But you look at Rodman, and it's like next to nothing. It's just like the rebound. He's got like a dim light in the three-point shooting range because he didn't have to do anything because he did his job, Eric. He knew his job, and he fucking did his job. And he made millions. <laughs> He's a rebound king. So I would rather watch his highlights than watch his movies. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will YouTube all his highlights. So I got a fun fact for you, though, Eric. Okay, why don't you let other people tell you your facts are fun before you give them out? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. Did you know this is the last movie shot in the Roman Coliseum? Because they blew it up? 
Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> oh, final fight what scene. Why was this the last movie in the room? You have to have more to that fact for it to be fun. I don't know. Uh, I guess they just okay, don't Okay, you don't, sell it. don't come up with fun facts if you have no research or addition. No, it's IMBD. All this is Okay, IMBD. well, I need I you to do some research on your fun facts. Uh, uh, I don't know if you did a movie. Would you want to be in the Roman Coliseum? At some well, point? I can't now because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this movie is like, y'all gave us a bad reputation, yeah. so we had a fucking cancel. I'm surprised <laughs> that they made Gladiator. I guess that's why it's all digital. Yeah, who knows where they actually shot that, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had a much bigger budget than this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure uh, most like commercials have a bigger budget than this movie. So I have a history lesson though. As a kid, I guess it's not you. Okay. I don't know. Okay. But somebody was watching this movie late at night. Oh, it definitely wasn't me. And I remember. I remember watching this ending. Like to me, as a kid, when I was real little, this to me was the ultimate bad guy setup in fight scene. Like the landmines with the crosses surrounding a baby and a tiger like stakes couldn't get higher for me eric <laughs> no they couldn't it was uh uh the, the setup for the final fight is bad i it doesn't make sense because i couldn't tell like where the crosses were it looks like it just put a few in the middle and then when the movie gets going further it's all of a sudden they're everywhere Yes, I mean, yeah, there's, they're fucking Did his henchmen, like, jump down behind him and start putting him? Put more landmines down. Put more landmines down. Yeah. Because there really isn't. And the first time you see it, there's not that many crosses. No. And they keep growing every time. And it's like, why wouldn't you just fight not near the crosses? The best part, though, this is just, to me, just... I don't know if this was a mistake. I have no idea. But Yaz comes out of nowhere on a motorcycle. Landmines are everywhere. And he's just like, fuck it, let's go. I'm going to get that baby. And he's driving through landmines, in my opinion. <laughs> just disregarding everything. Oh, now I see it. Whenever, yeah, whenever you watch it, you can see the landmines are everywhere. But for some reason, mm-hmm. some of the scenes make it look like they're just in very f- select spots. Yeah. And somehow Dennis Rodman dodges every. How does the tiger not hit one? While carrying a baby, by the way, it's yeah. There's no way a tiger's dodging landmines. Like how how did the tiger not hit one? Seriously. <laughs> and he has to chase uh Handam through uh, the Roman Coliseum. I don't know if a tiger would be that interested in Handam. That's just me. What is this? Is this the Roman Coliseum, or they just in? This is no. This is the actual Roman Coliseum. They, I don't know if they shot in the hallways or not. I'm confused because the scene it looks like the Roman Coliseum, but it's like they're remodeling it, or they just have what a bunch of from what they've done for touristy stuff. Possibly like hand railing and all that. Yeah, I, I've never been to the Coliseum. Or is this the Roman? Is this the Gladiator you? Coliseum in Rome? Are you sure? Check your fun fact. Yes, this is in Rome. I know. I checked my fun fact. This is in Rome. This is the last time that they shot. Honestly, I didn't think the. I thought the Coliseum was a lot bigger than this. Yeah, I thought it was huge. Like it looked small. Yeah, I don't. I you got to actually 
think in hindsight, there's no way it could be that I know. good. I want to go see it. Need to travel and go see it. That'd be cool. I want to see like an actual game in there. He just leaves a fucking like, baby. Oh yeah, he leaves a baby in the wall. Yeah. Is this? Does Yaz give a shit? I would not trust him to babysit my kids. <laughs> he sticks them in the wall. Of the Roman Coliseum. There's a tiger running around. He's just gonna stick in this wall. <laughs> like he's the most useless, clumsy guy in the entire. Like I would not have want him as a sidekick. I gotta be honest with you. No. I don't want him as a sidekick. I don't want him watching my kids. I don't necessarily want him as my arms dealer either. He's a strange he's a strange character. <laughs> he's probably gonna get me in more in trouble. He's I don't uh, understand how uh he's trying to be like uh, you couldn't use him for hiding like they tried to do. He's not yeah. a very good agent. I don't understand how he's how he keeps uh, getting around without people like finding him. Like you know what I mean? Like that's re- like walking around the he, red flag. He's obvious. He, yeah, he's he's obviously an ant an antwerp in Belgium or whatever. Like if they're yeah, looking for him, they know where a, he's at. Yeah, he's not a very discreet arms dealer at all. He's the worst kind of arms dealer. Oh my god! Did you see? Oh, okay, one of the scenes I just saw. Sorry, I'm watching at the same time. Okay. They're the oh, okay. same exact height all of a sudden. Whenever he grabs the rope oh, and swings, Rodman? Van Damme grabs the rope, swings, lands on the ledge, and then it's a, they're standing like one, two, and they're the same exact fucking height. <laughs> I feel like Van Damme may have a bit of an ego. When it like, comes to dude, you like are that. fucking a foot shorter than him. You are not the same height as him. <laughs> they must have put you on a big rock or something. But yeah, I'm curious. I think I wonder how curious, how tall Mickey Rourke is compared to him, because they make him look uh, the same size. I I don't think Mickey Rourke's that tall, to be honest with you. That's that's gotta be me. And Mickey Rourke's got a physique too, after being a boxer. I mean, for years. all of us, you know, when uh, earlier when Dennis Robbins like riding a bike through landmines and everything. And he happens to step on mm. one. He's able to, like, you know, fucking, like, pick at it and, Which you know, disengage More product it. placement because he's wearing Nikes. Yeah, I was hoping you noticed that, too. <laughs> There's a lot of product placement in this movie. Uh, what do you think of that final fight, though? It's not a bad fight. For, it's a, it's a really, good Van Damme fight. Yeah. It is, and I like how Dennis Rodman gets involved, and they kind of do do a double team for a moment. Yeah, you there. finally get like ten minutes of double team at the end. Um, fucking Mickey Rourke lands on a, a landmine. I don't know why if he was just gonna die here and just like fuck you, Van Dam, and like kill all. Yeah, them. I know. He totally gives them time to escape. <laughs> yeah, like why didn't you just go? Okay, boom. And the explosion, these landmines, dude, what are they, like semi-nukes? <laughs> this oh, thing the is fact huge. Rodman is able to, like, block the, <laughs> the blast, though, with the Coke machine. You brought that up earlier, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Coke! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the stupid. Is there Coke, Coke machines? Machine. Do you think there are Coke machines at the Coliseum? Uh, not after this movie. 
some reason I don't feel, feel like that exists. Like who who applied the electricity at the Coliseum? That takes the mystique away. That's what I'm. Maybe that's it's a tourist attraction. Maybe it is all. <sighs> yeah, he literally the fire strong enough to blow the Coke machines away. <laughs> that's how strong Except- the blast is. Dennis Rodman can hold yeah, that's, the flame. That's a good right there. How did they not get barbecued? I don't know. And you get a, They also have a new person too, because Goldsmith had apparently been chasing him that whole time, because mm-hmm. he that's was, you know, the secret guardian. Secret. Which I, I just, I don't understand why he was somehow involved. Like he was a big time actor in this. Yeah, he's a big actor, <laughs> but he's just barely in it. Wait. He's barely in it. I, it's it's very bizarre. This whole movie's bizarre. Uh, but we get to the end finally, and Goldsmith looks for like a moment he's gonna turn on him, but he's like, "Hey, thanks for my Roman vacation." <laughs> yeah, this part and it turns no into sense. this. <laughs> it turns into the whole like we'll laugh the ending off together, guys. <laughs> it's confusing because he's like, "Give me some hair and give me your shirt." Where it sounds like he's gonna let him go. And then for some reason, I guess he's like, what, just to ensure that he can get away? He flips his magic coin? Because it looks like he's going to let him get away. He's like, I just want some souvenirs so I can go lie to him and like tell him. And then he Batmans Yeah, then he Batmans him. (laughs) And then we're left with Dennis Rodman at the end where he uh, sits there at the burning Coliseum and he's like, I guess I'm going to get blamed for this. (laughs) Water. Wonder how long my suspension's gonna be. Such a weird. This is such a. And then that's it. It just fades to black. Fades to black. Roll credits, and that was the ending. That is double team. Eric, what do you rate this powerful and vigorous movie? I give this one Dennis Rodman color change. Woo. That's a low uh, one. Yeah, this is a bad one. <laughs> this I, I wouldn't say this is entertaining. I wouldn't say this is something I would recommend to family. I wouldn't recommend this to friends, unless you don't like your friends. <laughs> but hey, happy 20th anniversary. I mean... Happy 25th, 25th anniversary, sorry. double T. Heck yeah. Um, but no, I was not I, This is a guilty pleasure. I like... I like... Because I like watching... Dennis Rodman. I like Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah, he's he's one of my. But f- I'll just remember he's one of my this. Favorite basketball I'll be like, oh yeah, and I'll watch highlights when I want to remember Dennis Rodman. I won't watch this, or I'll watch the thirty for thirty I, on Dennis Rodman. I like to watch this movie. For, I like to watch this movie just because Dennis Rodman. Yes, you could skip. We obviously know you could skip forty five minutes of this movie because you just don't care for Dan, Van Damme at all. You care for Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Is it possible that Dennis Rodman outshined Van Damme? Yes. Yes, because your expectations were zero. Oh, I was going to bring this up earlier, and uh, I forgot when I was doing my research. You know the uh, Green Ranger? Yes. Tommy Oliver? Jason David, Jason David Frank, yeah, I Tom, think is Tommy Oliver. You know he did, like, cage fighting, mm-hmm. I think? For yeah, he did MMA for a little bit. You know, he tried to fight uh, uh, Van Damme in a cage fight. Yeah, I'd heard that, that. It never was a serious yeah. thing, though, I don't think. I think it was just like well, somebody talking shit. Well, 
uh, you know, Van Damme's like 20 years older than that. Fool, yeah. And uh, it's a senior citizen at this fucking point in his life. <laughs> so, but uh, there's a YouTube video where Dave, Jason David Frank uh, tries to fight Van Damme at some kind of movie premiere mm. or something like that. And like guards had to get in between them and stuff. Would you pay to see uh, people like, so we've seen Mayweather fight Jake Paul. Would yeah. you pay to see like, Jackie Chan and like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme fight. Yes. Like, would you pay that kind of money? I'd buy the paper. Exactly. So, like, why don't they stop making movies and just do fights? Kick the shit out of each yeah. other? Because I think. And, I mean, you, you could literally, but bullshit. you could modify the I rules to Chan just be like, like, there's no punching in the face. Well, okay, that that whole thing, it just, I don't know. I think the Power Ranger dude was just trying to, like, build credit up for himself. I don't think he actually, because he, he's a senior citizen. You're going to beat up a yeah. fucking senior citizen, bro? Like, the fuck's yeah. the matter with you? It's like trying to take on Steven Seagal, okay? It's not impressive. Even if you oh. did beat him up, it's not impressive. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I feel like I could beat up I Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, we could both beat him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fat fuck. I feel like I get out my maneuver um, pretty easy. So, what's your rating then? I just thought that I'm. I, that's why I just brought that up, just because that was fun research. Uh, I give this movie a two. A two, but you love this movie because I give it to I give it to uh, Dennis Rodman. Uh, bull rings. Okay. In his nose, whatever. Two two rings. Two piercings. Uh, Two piercings, and I didn't. Uh, I just like to watch the Dennis Rodman stuff, so that's why I go back and watch it. So, but only a two. I like uh, two. Only a two out of ten. Can't do it. Now, which brings a major point here. What do you do with the franchise? You don't do anything with the franchise, Eric. Okay. I've been thinking about this though. Scotty Pippen doesn't have a movie. No, so Scottie Pippen doesn't. My, my sequel, but not sequel, is a Scotty Pippen movie. Okay, so Michael Jordan did a kids movie. Yes. Cartoons and all kinds of shit over there. Boom, mm-hmm. right? Dennis Robin did an action movie. He owns the action deal. So who gets drama? I Scotty Pippen. You want to see him in like a serious drama? And he needs drama? to be... He's got Scotty Pippen's in a very serious drama, and this one hits really close to home. Okay, like pursuit it's of like happiness, he, like both. He owns a law firm or something like that, and he's like partners with like Tom Hanks. Okay, okay? and but while Tom Hanks is the rising star, Scotty Pippen's a good sidekick, but he's so frustrated that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. So it hurts and it's painful and there's a lot of references to him and Michael Jordan's time. <laughs> I've always been number two my whole life. He's exactly. No one's ever seen me for what I really am. The, the, the movie's called The Co-Counter. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Scotty Pippen movie that I want happened. <laughs> It'd probably be better than this movie to be honest. Oh, easily. He has Tom Hanks. There's yeah. no bad Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Tom Hanks and been like, man, I, I regret seeing that. It's like at the very end, they're like discussing like, it's a, there's, they're, you know, they're trying a murder case, right? And they're like, who's going to give the, uh, who's going to give the, 
the final speech to the jury or whatever, mm-hmm. closing statements, you know. And uh, instead of Scottie Pippen, he, Tom Hanks is like, hey, Scottie Pippen, you take this one. And Scottie Pippen says no. And he tossed the speech to Tom Hanks for the assist. <laughs> <laughs> you got this one. You got this one. The co-counsel. <laughs> What do you think, Eric? If you can get Scottie Pippen to sign on. Would you watch oh, it? I'd watch it. I'd watch this. <laughs> they're they're defending uh they're defending Steve Kerr or something like that. Like I wish all the, the like the five starters of the Bulls all got like their own movies. I don't think Steve Kerr is in the movie. <laughs> you gotta do it all in reverse. Yeah. Everybody's the star. But you have Michael as like just like this little sub character. Like barely a cameo. <laughs> Like they build him up the yeah. whole time, but he's only like barely in the movie. He's on the poster. Yeah, he's though. on the poster. He's like build on the title. He's like this movie. <laughs> Bait and switch him though. Michael Jordan. He just has like his name's a bow. Like Charlie's Angels, like how he's like Bosworth or whatever. The voice in the box. <laughs> Fuck them yeah. kids. <laughs> and that's all he's got in the whole movie. That's how you do it. Oh, I love the Bulls. <laughs> the '90s Bulls—they were great. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were a dynasty. Ah, wasn't great. This movie wasn't great. Um, I wouldn't call it good either, to be honest. I would recommend it to people though, because it's really funny. Mm, you must not like people. I find it funny. I, I, I will recommend a, them. I mean, if you like action movies from the '90s. It's got a very '90s action vibe, but it's not. It's not one of the better '90s. No, action. it's not. It's definitely <laughs> not a better action '90s. Oh my god. Uh, you know what though? And it's like this type of action uh, may have worked in the '80s, but during the '90s, that was a Keanu Reeves era. Like Speed was the action movie then. Point Break. Speed was bomb yeah. back then. Point Break was <clears throat> early was, '90s, wasn't it? Early '90s. Speed was kind of early '90s mm. too. But uh, yeah, that's uh. I miss hmm. those days. Well, oh, we just got big okay, budget, well, big budget garbage movies. Well, speaking of our co-defendant, yeah, the the movies to these days suck. Uh, it, everything's an IP. You can't get original anymore and like see it in movies. No, nah, it's real hard to see. Well, those are the ones that go straight to straight to rental, straight to voodoo, straight to. Home video. Yeah. And they're not bad, actually, if you catch one from time to time. They're like, eh. I mean, sadly, they don't get the budget like they used to. But but, you but watch they've gotten it, like, good about, cool. I mean, people have gotten good about making very good movies on very, like, tight budgets. Low budget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it? There's, like, a, a Batista movie out that I want to see. That's, like, one of his, like, low budget movies. Yeah, it's not that prison break. Escape plan? I think so, yeah. Like two and three with Stallone. I I, I like the first one with mm-hmm. Arnold. It's all right. I don't know about the second really? one. Really? No. Yeah. Who knows? Uh but speaking of uh sidekicks, Scotty Pippen wise. Next week, Eric, what are we doing? 
We are watching Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something of a scientist myself, Eric. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think we're uh, next week. We're talking sidekicks next yeah, week. Next week we're talking kicks that side sidekicks. That is. Sidekicks, man. Sidekicks in movies. There's like, a lot of them. A lot there, of, there are. Side, um, so sidekicks in buddy movies fall into the same category? I don't... Okay, I think it has to be a true sidekick, though. Like Samwise to Frodo. Because Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan are not sidekicks. They are co-counsel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see, that's the debate. That's what, because that's what I'm curious. Because if you say, when you say sidekick, that's very open. Mm. But there's a lot of buddy movies where it's like they're billed pretty much as the same person. Like, there's not a yeah, there's not necessarily I, I, a it, sidekick to the main role. They're both kind okay. of main roles. Wedding. So crashers. we will be talking the, we will be talking the best sidekicks, and what is a sidekick. That what would be makes a sidekick. What makes a sidekick in a movie. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to that, Eric. That'll be a good one. Yeah. And if uh, you have any suggestions on what we should watch, uh, please tell us at double E movies at Twitter. Uh, that is D O U B L E capital E movies. And if you enjoy listening to us, you can go cry listening to the Delunatic Show. Because the Packers got their ass kicked in the playoffs. This How about the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, they suck too. <laughs> Man, the 49ers, who saw that coming? Uh, the 49ers are rolling. You can't include any of that. You can't give reviews. They're, They're the goofiest. The team NFL reserves the right. And I'll express consent. Oh, apologies. Regardless, go go watch the Delunatics. <laughs> I hear As they got a good they one. Will mourn, they will uh, mourn the loss of Aaron Rodgers because he ain't coming yeah, back. Yeah, there goes that team. I bet they're <laughs> feeling that one. I bet he retires on them. They're not going to let him go. Probably. He's going to be gone. Yeah, probably. Shoot. Well, I'm. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Any final thoughts on uh, Double Team? Was it better than Renegades? It was better than Renegades, but I still wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once was enough. Twice was torture. Watching it at one and a half speed is definitely the way to go. Uh, it turns into a real comedy at that point. Because it okay. looks, yeah, looks real zany. Well. I enjoy it for what it is. So, well, I'm Evan. And I'm Eric. And we will catch you guys next week. Dun, dun, dun.